Hello, this is the Crush Monocle Podcast, uh, the show where we talk about stuff. All the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your host, Coop, and this is my co-host, John. I don't know who I am anymore. That's John, and for the <laughs> people who can't see him, he's wearing a Chelsea Wolf shirt, and it's pretty rad. Bang, bang! White graphic yeah. <laughs> tees. Living that dream. <laughs> I can't wear white graphic tees, because... Dude, give me a white graphic white. tee. Give me white tea with graphic and then i'll spill like soy sauce on the side of my shirt but still be feeling good about the rest of it so you know i yeah i i can only do black shirts i'm wearing a gray shirt and i think this is the only shirt that i have it's a color he's gonna cry it's not quite black and he's very upset listeners out there very very sad (laughs) how you doing tonight john i feel good i'm awesome uh we had a little pre-chat that i thought was a lot of fun so i'm stoked to get into this new episode yeah, so uh, for those of you who can't hear us, because the, it's the pre-episode, me and John usually just hang out and talk for three hours before we <laughs> record the podcast. And then two hours after the episode. I don't know why we don't record the whole fucking thing, but you know, it is what it Because is. we have a lot of hot takes that can incriminate <laughs> some people. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly ourselves. Yeah, for sure. It, it, yeah, 100% actually. So uh, so with our usual spiel, uh, what are you been listening to recently? Um, I, for the life of me, can't really remember what I was talking about last month, so I'm just, if this is a repeat, I don't think it is. But, um, there's this band out of, uh, Denmark. Okay. So, which is dumb, right? Like, we live in the USA and, like, Denmark, but that shit just happens. Are they, are they black metal? No, but it is very close. So they're okay. no, they, this is me butchering. I actually, so you know how Google Translate has like, you know, you put in like the words and then for English and then you yeah. see like what it says in a different right. language. So I literally pulled up their band name on Google Translate, punched it in English. And I was like, what does this mean in Denmark or Danish, Danish language, mm-hmm. right? And they were just like, it's the fucking band name. So they just made shit up. So I thought maybe it would be cool. It's not. Or it is, or it doesn't fucking matter. But their band name is Tvivler. So T-V-I-V-L-E-R. Okay, Tvivler. Tvivler. And That's cool. they have a brand new album, or it's been out for maybe a month or two, named Kilogram, which is an English word, obviously. Or yeah. maybe something in Danish and English that translates. And then... All their lyrics, I assume, are in Danish. They're not English because I don't understand them. It's nine tracks. It's, um, if you like Gila Band, but you also like old school, like Refuse, like, um, you know, The Shape of Punk to Come, like everybody loves that album, you know, back yeah. in like 98, 99, or 2000, right. or whatever the fuck that album came out. This is that but kind of on steroids. Like, the drummer is just fucking okay. nuts. So is it, like, real sludgy, or is it... It's brutal, not, it's or? like, it's like, it's not sludgy, it's, like, very, like, empathetic and, like, fast, but also, like, crazy dynamic, if that makes sense. Okay. Like, the bass yeah. does things where it's the lead, but then the drummer's just, like, trying to pull, like, any type of, like rhythm away from the bass and then the guitar just spends the entire time kind of doing like what Lur would do from Primus and I know a lot of people aren't Primus guys which is yeah. fine but I live in Utah so it is what it is but yeah. uh, <laughs> but like 
he does like a lot of super cool accents and just shit like that. Okay. Like pushes pushes the song along. But like this is probably one of the cooler records I've heard like in some time. Like I love it. I've passed it on to a few people that love it. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's really good. Uh I'm for so I'm I'm picturing jazz <laughs> the way you described it. Okay. This is clearly no, kind jazz. of like kind of like jazz, <laughs> but like Put like fucking like distortion and then overblown drums. Okay, yeah, I'm sold. Like that they're just beating the shit out of it, but like not really paying attention to each other while like still paying attention to each other. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, like, like they're just all over the place. Like it's dope. It's it's cool. Like honestly, it checks all the boxes. It, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Like it gets a little too fun. Like sometimes you're kind of like, yeah. Fuck, calm down. Like, give me just a four-four, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's good. But it's really good. But they're from Denmark and it's aggressive. Yeah, so I'm like they're Danish. I'm like, oh, you shut your fucking American mouth and go eat a fucking mix sandwich or whatever the fuck. It doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you got anything? Okay. Um, the new song from the Yeah Yeah Yes. Yeah. So they're like they're like a mid headline basic second tier headline for riot fest i haven't listened to the yeah yeah yeah's new jam yet uh it's pretty good uh it's a little different i didn't know I they mean, got it's... back together like i honestly didn't know i thought they were just still on hiatus i didn't see anything on like the uh, music stuff but i wasn't paying super close attention so yeah they're kind of, that's their thing though isn't it don't it seem like every time they come out with something they just like, or sneak least... up or whatever yeah it just kind of sneaks up on you but without being that obnoxious like oh i'm dropping a mystery album at midnight like, not bad. <laughs> it's just like for sure, for sure. every yeah, every time no they come out they're like the AAS. <laughs> yeah they're like oh hey there's new karen o related music like okay this is cool, fine i'll yeah. check that out yeah whatever. Yeah, yeah so i'm excited for that because the song's really good is the single uh, good because I... I legit have heard it like is it good? it's good it's it's like i said it's different but it's a prog- but it's a progression from the last thing they did so how's the drums is the drums dope yes the drums are dope okay cool you know how yeah, i so am that's okay gotta, the, the, uh, the beats gotta move well you know i'm kind of what they tour when they tour they have another guitarist with them his name is uh ahmad wasif so not like an official band member but he's been okay. a touring musician for like years yeah he's a touring what? musician for a long oh, time oh fuck you gotta uh, cut him man quit being greedy Okay, so so listen, this dude, yeah, 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 are very simple. You know, it's kind of like that New York kind of garage rock. Yeah, thing but they've was... always done guitar overdubs, like since day one. That's true, but okay, so this dude, this Ahmad, I actually interviewed him at the site a few years ago. You did? He has a yeah, he has a solo record, and he's like, it's super psychedelic, mm-hmm. kind of noisy, yeah. and this dude is the most interesting musician ever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like he, the album that I that I reviewed for the site. He recorded it when he thought he was possessed by Satan. Jesus, I thought I was a wacky. <laughs> this dude's super cool, though. Yeah. So, it, so it's he's kind of like this gothic George Harrison. Okay. That's the okay, way. Okay. Yeah. You know, for I, sure. For I, sure. You know, so he's kind of like, it's kind of spiritual, but not preachy. Yeah. It's just kind of weird, you know. Yeah, for sure. It's it's desert goth. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like fucking like peyote shit. Like I get it, but like with yeah. like goth and it's dark and it's right. Okay. Yeah, so I get it. Yeah. He d- he doesn't. I don't think he records anything with the yeah yeah yeahs, but he always he's, but like, he's like their guy. He goes with them. Okay, when they need him. Okay, right. So, so he's probably on a contract. Yeah. So or a retainer I don't know at least. Him. Like you have I, to drop what you're doing, and you get eighty k a year to do yeah, this many dates. Probably. Well, I mean, uh, I, I've talked about this with like my 
the people that I know, and I think that's probably what it is. Like, so yeah. So no, but my thing is, I don't. I'm pretty. I'm like a ninety nine percent sure that he's still with them right now. I'm not a hundred percent. But this new track from the Yeah 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 sounds like it has a little bit of his influence. I wonder if it. they're bringing him in now after. So you know, I I hope so because the homeboy's super weird and super cool, and I love weird stuff. Yeah, I love when fuck, like, give me weird with the Yeah Yeah Yeah's. I'll eat that up every day. Of the yeah, week. because like, they're kind of weird. On their own anyway. Yeah, they're so know? close to being just like, oh, this is wild shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. they always teeter on that line. Like, are they going to be pop now, or are they going to yeah. be weird? Yeah, and, and I'm not going to front. Like, I love, like, a, at least a solid five to ten yeah, yeah, yeah songs. Like, I fucking... I love them. That band is dope. Like, they are good. Yeah. They're good at what they do. Like, straight so, up. So, uh, I think his influence is in there. I could be wrong. Maybe he has nothing to do with them anymore, but I'm hoping. And this track... Uh, maybe they adopted him. Maybe they adopted it. They should. And uh, the other thing I listened to was a new single from um, the Black Angels. Oh, they got new uh, shit? I didn't even they know got a, that either. Yeah, they have a new album that's coming out uh, sometime in September. They fucking turn up the drums yet? <laughs> uh, the drums were recorded a little better on this single. Man, those drums. I'm like, fucking blast those drums in my face and then have the rest of the song over the top and I will just be like your super fan they kind of fell off there for a little bit didn't they yeah i know but like fucking put the drums right up in my fucking ball sack or something and i will love you but you're not you're like you keep fucking bringing the drums away and it's driving me bananas well there seems to be less reverb on this okay so maybe. okay all right maybe. all right so that's what i've listened to i it's as of recording this it is august 17th and uh, we've already got an episode coming for september <laughs> we record it before this episode so oh shit we're in a little bit of a time warp okay it doesn't matter this it's is, all new the... music you probably haven't heard and if you have then shout out that we shouted out those bands because we yeah, love it's... music like it is what it is like it is the multiverse of madness Fuck for the yeah. Crush Monocle. We're Doctor Strange and you, right in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, before we get into our topic, I wanted to, to spit this out here because I was going to make an article about it, but I was much too tired. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Metallica is super popular with the tweens here recently because of... A little show you may have heard of called Stranger Things. It's too edgy. Uh, it's too edgy for me. It's way yeah, too edgy. no, no spoilers for those who it's haven't watched edgy. Stranger Things, including John here. He's still a couple episodes away from finishing. Easy now. So no <laughs> spoiling. Uh, but I will say there's a pivotal scene towards the end of the season where a Metallica track is played, uh, "Master of Puppets." I can't believe they signed that off. Wonder how much they get I paid. Think Okay, before we even get into that, I will say I think there was a Metallica song in the second season. They signed that off too. I'm pretty sure I haven't watched. Do the you second know how season. much money that probably costs? Like, come it's on. Netflix. They don't care. Okay. All right. So anyway, so so just like the Kate Bush thing with running up the hill, hey, all the twelve year olds. Shout out to that though. It. That's dope as shit. Like that was a deep track from the eighties. Like you know, what super I mean? cool. I absolutely love Kate Bush. Shout I don't like that song. That. Doesn't matter. Sh- I, okay. Like shout out to like unburying something. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's super cool. Okay, but 
I'm not gatekeeping. I think it's super rad to introduce kids to Kate Bush. Okay. Kate Bush is super cool. Okay. But I got tired of seeing every article talk about it. Like, if you're on social media, all you see, every other article is Kate Bush. The song is on Stranger Things. Like, we know if we've watched the show. People we be know aggregating that. for those ad clicks, my friend. Yeah. That's what so. it is. <laughs> hey, well, we don't do that. At no, fuck no. Music. We're, no. <laughs> We're like polar opposite. We actually try to lose money at this website. We do everything we can to not Speaking make of, money. You can donate money to your gentleman. No, I took that down too. You can't even. If you, even if you wanted to, you couldn't. I was okay. like, I'm tired of this shit. I got 20 bucks from you and 10 bucks from somebody else. And I was like, I'll shut this shit down. So, okay. So right now. Uh, as of later, earlier this summer, there was a whole bunch of 14-year-olds running around who discovered Kate Bush. Right. It was super cool. Right, right. Uh, after the second installment of Stranger Things Season 4 comes around, same group of 14-year-olds or right. whatever right. are running around listening to Metallica now. Right. Okay. Uh, so it was only a matter of time before someone tries to cancel them. Right. Right now on TikTok, there's a, uh, a channel. I Maybe I'm not even going to say your name. I, I don't want to give her any more press. There's no reason for it. There's no reason yeah, for and, it. Yeah, and, and as you... a disclaimer, and as a disclaimer, even though this person's stupid, uh, I don't want anyone coming at her from listening to this podcast because, you know, I don't encourage people getting... All of our listeners, there's no reason to be angry on the internet. Not for one second. Like, it doesn't do anybody, anybody any good. Like, it just doesn't. So this... <laughs> So okay, okay. <laughs> so this lady, this girl, posts this video. She has a show where she talks about all the prob- problematic bands and artists that we like. Blah blah blah. She lists lists a whole bunch of things that why Metallica is problematic. Uh, okay, so listen, I'm not a Metallica bro. You know, I'm a casual. I like the thrash stuff. I don't care for any of this stuff. But she. she Shows a whole bunch of pictures of them doing Nazi stuff. She claims that James has a iron cross on his guitar, which means he's a Nazi. These kids. What don't did know she call him. out? Call out Munson or Eddie or whatever the fuck his name was for doing? Did she claim him too? No, no, because you know she. Oh, listen, she has this quote about Metallica. Hang on, I wrote it down. It's hilarious. Oh, God. She's like, um, hang on. I find it interesting they... Oh, okay, okay, hold up. So Metallica's super stoked that kids are discovering Metallica from the show, right? It's a corporation. Cool. They need yeah, the younger generations to like buy Right, exactly. Shit. So they've yeah. they've took pictures with this Eddie Munson kid and... They should! Cool. Right, right, exactly. So anyway, and, oh, and Metallica said, hey, don't gatekeep Metallica. We think it's dope that all these kids are finding our band, you know. Right. Everyone has to discover them somehow. So anyway, she makes this post on Twitter, I think, or TikTok, whatever it is. I find it interesting they only cared about gatekeeping in their fandom when they got big again, thanks to Stranger Things. Big again? Big again? They think She thinks that Metallica got big again uh, because of Stranger Things. I can tell you, and I, again, I'm not trying to like share shit, <laughs> but a Metallica concert, like their guarantee just for them to show up is like $3 million. Yeah. Even if they don't play the show, if the fact that they drove to, let's just say, my hometown, Salt Lake City, 
is three million dollars. They play the show, it's ten billion dollars. Like, okay. we're they're, not. They're not. They're no. They're not no, nobodies. No, they're the biggest band no. in the world. Like Lars and James wake up every morning and they've made they while they were asleep they made like four hundred k, just yeah. because they were asleep. So like they uh, don't need money. Stranger Things had Ever. nothing to do with their popularity. No. No. <laughs> yeah. No. So, like, maybe if you were 14 and didn't know who Metallica was, that's not Metallica's <sighs> fault. Okay. So, anyway, so she shows all this stuff. There's a picture with her with, I mean, there's a picture she shares with James and Carrie King of Slayer. And Carrie King has a um, Confederate flag t-shirt on. And this is probably from maybe 1991 or whatever. Okay. okay so... There's no... Okay, listen, there's no excusing Confederacy stuff, and no one's ever made an argument that Gary King was a smart dude, <laughs> you know? I mean, is he known to, like, keep up this type of behavior with knowing that those shirts not, are maybe... Not really, symbol? but again, again, not defending. I'm not a defender of any kind. I love Slayer, but Carrie's an idiot. But anyway, um, back in the 90s, it was pretty common for things to have Confederate flags on them. It should have been problematic, but it wasn't. Right. You know? Right, right. So that's not that's not making an excuse so for So she's King. saying that a member from Metallica took, took, took a picture with the drummer from Slayer while he was Guitar wearing, player from Slayer. Sorry, yeah. guitar player. And he was wearing a Confederate flag shirt in 1994. Yeah. And that's why we should cancel Metallica. Right. Who was like a <laughs> multi-million dollar corporation <laughs> okay okay um and then later like, on politicians couldn't shut metallica down like it's not no it's not an option at this point okay it's not an so, option she also said that kurt kurt i'm not kurt Hammond, i'm sorry james hetfield's racist because he had once said that uh he doesn't care who anybody votes for and her argument is he should care because politicians, uh, you know, sign things in the bills that that hurts people of you know particular color or whatever. But come on, that okay. makes him racist. No. So this is his publicist saying, "You don't pick a party line because you will <laughs> divide your fucking fan base. And when you go on your amphitheater tour in eight months." Maybe we'll have a ten percent drop off of ticket sales, which means that you won't make four hundred k a week. You'll make three hundred k a week. Sorry, no. like no. Later on in the ep- in this episode, she also says that this sounds typical because Metallica is a band of four white dudes. I mean. Two of them are not white dudes. Not, no, I mean Trujillo's not. I know that. I I know. I I'm not going to comment on the guitar play because I don't know what his ethnicity is. Yeah, I've never looked but, it up, but I know for a fact that Trujillo is Latino American. Obviously, yeah. Like uh, I believe that Kirk Hammett is. Uh, I think he was even born. I think he's even born in the Philippines. I think I'm oh, pretty sure okay. he's Filipino. Okay, I did. I, but, I, I uh, couldn't remember that. I mean, I probably I, I knew think, that in the '90s. I don't know. Either way, Metallica is only two white dudes. <laughs> no, half so, their band, half their band isn't white. Just look, and, up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying, like, a lot of this stuff is coming from um, someone who doesn't understand uh, metal 
for one. Mm. Again, there's a lot of problematic stuff in metal, and I'm sure I'm sure Metallica has said some pretty dumb things in the course I of mean, their career. Okay, so let's be honest. Like if you sat down, if you were like if you were James Hetfield's like close friend and you went over there on Saturday for dinner and drinks or wine yeah. or whatever the fuck. Is he Republican? We don't fucking know. Probably. Maybe. He's rich, so I'm we gonna don't say fucking, probably so. Is Lars a Republican? <laughs> probably, but we don't know. You know what I mean? Right. right. Like, I just think that it's hilarious with the and now I'm gonna show my age here when I say this, but a lot of the younger generation don't realize how industry, social media, uh, entertainment in general is a lot different now than what it used to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, that's not making bad behavior excusable, and that's not making an excuse for anything. Right. But I'm telling you, the Confederate Confederate flag thing, like the one of the biggest shows of the '80s was the Dukes of Hazard. It literally is a car with a Confederate flag on the roof. Right. So that was it. it that should have been problematic, but it wasn't. You know what I mean? A lot right. of the stuff that we would find. Uh, problematic now was just really dumb back then like because people weren't thinking they were just being stupid yeah i mean you know what i mean there's been examples that coop and i have had and maybe i've talked about it in the podcast but maybe i shouldn't have but there's a certain artist that is the lead singer for a band that i really enjoy that should have been canceled a long time ago where behavior i've seen firsthand but nothing happened so right it is what it is. Like, I don't know. I tried to support and help some of the stories I heard and add on to it. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, it is what it is. I don't know. I, maybe I should be more vocal, but I don't know. I'm not sure that's my place. I don't know. So it well, is what I it mean, is. I'm just, I'm just saying that like nowadays, I mean, if this was behavior from Metallica now and they were continually doing this stuff, Dude, but Metallica is got... not going to behave any fucking way. All they do is show up, play their fucking show, click their exactly. check, and fucking move on. They know but for I'm... a fact that it's like almost as big of a business as fucking Walmart or Target. It like is it a makes business. the same. It's a corporation. Exactly. It's Metallica right. LLC. There's not one 12 year old or 14 year old or 18 year old or 45 year old on the fucking Twitter that can collect all the stories they nope. want. You are right. not going to cancel a fucking multi-million dollar corporation people work for these people and make millions of dollars because they work for these people exactly it's not gonna happen so my point of all this is this girl i'm not dunking on the girl herself i'm dunking on the generation who don't realize this this stuff right okay and also um a lot of this fandom is this new fandom is coming from Stranger Things. Okay? Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. Kids love shows. That's fine. That show's too but, edgy for me. Yeah, it's too edgy. <laughs> I think the people don't realize the whole point of Stranger Things right. is that those kids on the show are even characters of the kids who weren't accepted in society. Yeah, and it's the also like a pop take of people that lived in that society. I, Exactly. Like, I remember being a kid. I mean, I'm not. I wasn't a kid in the '80s. I was, you know. We were close, though. We were. It's comparable. It's close. Okay. Like, you had a Walkman and cassettes, right? Right. Right. So my thing and you is, you still that, had to find your music the same way that they did. Right. Uh, I remember being eight or nine years old and being the weird kid because I liked horror and science fiction. Exactly. It was. Exactly. It wasn't cool. It when is I was relatable. A kid to, it is relatable. It wasn't. 
Yeah. It wasn't cool and, and hip to like Star Wars when I was eight or nine years old. That's right. what the nerds liked. Or it wasn't you know fucking I mean? cool as hell to like, like thrash shit. You know what no, I mean? No, he was a devil worshiper if you liked that stuff. The, even the character that these kids are worshiping the ground he walks on is made up of that. The character yeah. on the show is treated unfairly because of the music that he liked. No, so I, the, whole, like, the, the whole, like, the like, Munson they... cancellation and, like, persecution of, like, even the, like, I read something and it didn't connect a ton with me, but, like, the whole trope of him being a metal kid and then being, like, hunted. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, the truth. That, that's happened. I right. know, but that, that's the, I mean, I think if we're going to really talk about some shit, even though I know you're on, like, a thing right now, it's just, like... That's what we should be fucking talking about. You know what I mean? It's like oh, this exactly, dude right. likes different shit and he's being fucking hunted for it, essentially. You know what I mean? Okay, like, yeah. So, so, but these kids who like this show and love that character don't realize that they're kind of doing the same thing exactly, that the villains are doing in this exactly, freaking show. Exactly, yeah. 100%, yeah. 100%. So, but they don't realize this because they're not from that era. We're from an era that we can scrutinize every single thing that a celebrity does. We can see what they're eating. We can see what they think about this, what they think about that. Right. Uh, everybody's more uh, approachable now and everything is just obtainable now. Yeah. But back in the old days, it wasn't like that. Oh, I know. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So, yeah. man, don't bother wasting your time canceling Metallica. They're not going anywhere. No. I mean, they don't care. You can't cancel Tool. That's my hint. You're yeah. not canceling Metallica. <laughs> like, well, and also, too, like, if we're talking at pictures and things that they've done 30 years ago, that's not doing these things now. And I think if you act in that sort of behavior, why should anyone change? If someone's going to, like, change and do better, and they're still going to be treated like they're doing something they used to do 30 years ago, then what's the incentive for them changing? I mean, hold on. So, like, we've brought up Chili Peppers a couple times on this podcast, right? Yes. And, like, we all Or we will in the upcoming episode. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Maybe we talk... Yeah, okay. Sorry. (laughs) I'm fucking up the timeline. Anyways, like, dude has legit people saying like this 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 and this like it's documented right mm-hmm. they're still on like massive massive stadium tours yeah massive stadium tours like nobody's slowing that dude down no one's mm-hmm. slowing that band down because there are people and I've said this now three times within this episode there are people that make a million dollars a year if not more working for these bands they are right. not going to get canceled it is mm. damn near impossible that you can't cancel van halen even if they did something you can't cancel the rolling stones even if they did something radiohead's probably the furthest you know you <laughs> think at least like you're right. not canceling that band you're not canceling the chili peppers you're not canceling metallica you're not you're not canceling any of this shit like, right it doesn't matter it doesn't so, matter all I'm saying is that like, these people coming after those are just strict. They know that. I mean, what do they really want? Do they want kids to stop listening to Metallica? No, they want attention. No, they want 15 minutes, man. It is what it is. They want virtue signaling that, ah, yeah. I'm, you know, the smart one yeah. who says, well, we should. And then when it. people stop paying attention, they'll start digging for similar shit and just reshare it. For other people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's also dangerous because, like I said, even the people that. If Metallica did some dumb things, let's just say they're not the biggest band in the world, 30 years ago, 
And now they've kind of like saying like, well, that was kind of lame for me to say and do that stuff. So I'm going to stop doing that. Like, should we tear them down for wanting to you know, do no. better? No. You know? No. But we have a problem with apology culture. So that's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this has been a whole other episode unto itself at this point, right? It's a it's a bonus episode. Oh, there we go. A secret episode inside of an episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Coop. So, hit me with the I'm, real shit. I am super stoked because in a few weeks, as of recording this, I will be hopefully going to Riot Fest. If your back holds up. If my back holds up, I'm having some back issues. <laughs> and if the powers that be grant me press validation. Oh, shit. I'm hoping. I like do. that I'm violating like HIPAA policy on our podcast. Like yeah. saying like, Coop has back issues. Like, I think I'll just take that out in post. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. I'm going to get in fucking big trouble. <laughs> okay, so for those of you who don't know, who listen to this podcast, Riot Fest is a music festival that takes place in Chicago every year. It has for the past, I don't know, 15 or 16 years. It used to be it used to be at various clubs in the city. Um, up until, you know, five or six years ago, they moved it to one location outside. Yep. And uh, it's one of the only music festivals in the country left that's fully independent it's not part of clear channel or iheart music or whatever those things it's legitimately an independent music festival um it started in the clubs and those clubs that they they that riot fest used to be you know held in uh were very important to chicago's music scene like the cubby bear the congress theater or the metro or whatever and even though the festivals got almost as big as Lollapalooza, it still kind of maintains that the indie vibes. So, uh, I'm, it's very important to me because I love all those clubs that it used to be. I love all the bands that play, uh, most of them, not all of them, but it's kind of in my age group, you know, it's not as obnoxious as Lollapalooza has become, but it's also a little bit more edgier than like something like Pitchfork. You know what? It's it's the it's the one time the website that still exists gets to fucking celebrate the power duo of you and Judy Vey, I think is her last name. If I'm mm-hmm. pronouncing that wrong, I'm sorry, Judy. Of the fucking collaborator artist fucking wordsmith, and then we get the collaborator artist fucking photographer of all time. Uh, we love Judy at this podcast. We fucking love the shit out of Judy. She's dope because as shit. not only is she one of the most gifted, awesome photographers I've ever met, but she's also an incredible person, a very good friend of mine, and we always have a freaking blast every time she comes all the way from her state, which I'm not sure I should mention, but <laughs> she's not from chicago i am so she comes to me <laughs> and then we uh go to riot fest together well, i've Not had limited interaction with judy but i have every time we've interacted in her production and her shots are phenomenal she's fucking the best dope as shit. the best ever yeah she's great yeah. So. so and uh she'll be coming up to this one if i'm validated Ooh. but yeah <laughs> I, she probably already took time off work well, so i know I you're fucked buddy <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so this year the they've already released the lineup, and um, the headliners, I will 
get to right quite quick. The headliners this year are Nine Inch Nails, um, the OG Misfits for the second time they've headlined this festival, and My Chemical Romance reunited. Okay, so I have a quick question actually, sure. and it's not something we talked about, but um, what is the late night thing? Have you seen that? Yeah, so the Riot Fest late night where uh, I think it was last year. Oh, it, it says oh twenty twenty two Chicago after show schedule. Oh, those are the after shows. Okay, yeah. So, so af- okay, yeah. So after the festival, Riot Fest uh, kind of in, has its uh, other shows late night after the festival at, at these different clubs that they used to hold Riot Fest at, uh-huh. and uh, some bands who aren't even on the the festival, the uh, Riot Fest sponsors those shows at those. Clubs, so there's like two shows that like I am excited about those bands being headliners when they've been I, in the normal days of the festival, like where they mm-hmm. are featured, like where they're like two or three or four. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, the, I don't know if you want to mix shows, that in. I, I don't think that's probably is that included in your press pass? Has it been in the past? I, I don't think so because I never go to those. I'm usually like freaking tired. <laughs> You're like I'm fucking you know? done with this shit. Look, I'm old, and I get, I get there early before the fest opens so I can sign in, which right. is like 11 o'clock, right, and then right. I leave at 11 o'clock. Right, right. And that's, yeah, you're doing your yeah. fucking 12 to 14 hour day. Yeah, yeah, I'm not driving across town to the Cubby Bear to see a band that I just saw play again at 11.45 yeah, I mean, at night. They, you know? they have been smart by, like, uh, from what I'm looking at the main schedule and the other schedules, they, they separate them by, like, a day. So, like, yeah. anyways, we'll get into when the acts i'm stoked on and then i'll maybe bring that up in the like all right so out of the headliners are you stoked on any of those headliners no no i mean i'm not a misfits guy i'm not a misfits guy um uh nine inch nails i've been a little down on Mm -hmm. i now that i've seen so like i'm starting so like when mcr came out my chemical romance when they came out you know, I initially hate, I dislike them. I don't, I don't like to use the H word, but the, I dislike them. <laughs> and I'm starting to maybe realize that maybe I was just being an asshole when I was in my like twenties, you know, I yeah. don't know. Like yeah, yeah. there might be some merit there, but if I'm going to be completely honest, there are not, we've talked, I think we've talked about Nine Inch Nails on this podcast at least two or three times. Haven't we? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean... Or in the future episode. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> Every fucking episode. But, uh, I mean, there's... I don't... I am bummed with their, like, current output, I guess. is. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I don't love them. Right. And I've yeah, worked, I don't, I've worked I don't shows care. with them and, like, seen... Yeah. I saw them do a um, sound check. With like minimal lighting and shit like that, and they were playing yeah. full gear, and I was like, full gear, full energy, and I was like, holy fuck, like this is the coolest fucking thing I've. Yeah. It's like wanting watching one of the coolest fucking edgiest bands have band practice, but like with like minimal like video production. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I yeah. I was like, oh my fucking god! And then the show happened, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Because it was like full production, you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. I I I'm the same way with Nine Inch Nails. I'm I love like I want music. them to be a live band, and they are a live yeah. band when they feel like being a live band, or when the 
lineup is there, but when it's not, I I love industrial music just as much as I love thrash. Okay, yeah, yeah, we know Um, this for sure, for sure. But you can do industrial music wrong until it becomes techno, not industrial music. And Nine Inch Nails has done that. Yeah, they've gone ambient. They've gone older. Well, I mean, like even like playing their old songs, just like their stage show. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know if they have a live band. When I saw them, the last time I saw them, they headlined Riot Fest uh, a few years ago. Just Trent and Atticus plopping on keyboards. I think so. Really? It it was just strobe lights. There might have been other dudes up there, but half the show was dark. It was just flashing the lights every now and then. I mean, Nin Live has been renowned, like world-renowned through the, the 90s and the early 2000s of having some of the best drummers, the best live drummers, or the best drummers in their live band, yeah, possible. Like, right. possible. Well, even if, I don't know if it's pre-recorded, or if there is a live drummer, I don't know, but the thing about it is, I can't tell. Shit. And that's a problem yeah, when it comes a, to live problem. music. That's a problem. So, I, it was cool to see them. It was, and I... But, like, I don't even care if someone was... If it wasn't at Riot Fest, if someone was going to give me a ticket to Nine Inch Nails, I'd be like, oh, yeah. if i got nothing to do, I'll yeah. go see it. Yeah, that's how I would be. But I'm not going to go out across town to go do yeah, it. Yeah, if someone was like, hey, Nine Inch Nails on Thursday, I'd be like, mm, I'll mm, see. Who's opening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I, I think I bring this up in the episode after this, but when I saw him at Riot Fest, it, how um, the last time, how the, 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 the times went, a ministry played and then right after ministry uh the the next stage was new order and then right after new order was nine inch nails so it was all three of these bands that influenced each other right so that was like super cool and yeah that actually seems kind of fun a way. like i think i would you know? have fun with that ministry was the most exciting band because sure. it still is a live band yeah, they still you know? push yeah yeah and there's a lot of you know it's almost comedy routine at this point, right, but right. Uh, New Order was just like old dudes, but it was still super cool. And you can tell that both of those bands were so influenced by New Order and then influencing each other, yeah, you know, Nine Inch sure. Nails and Ministry have a history, you know, yep. so that was super cool, but it still didn't say much about Nine Inch Nails. It was more of the <sighs> nostalgia. They were pushing so. for a minute and I think dude just fell off and it happens and I don't. I'm not going to judge or anything. It's just that there was a trajectory and it just kind of, with the fragile, just fucking went. And I've been beat up on the internet for this, but it is what it is. So, yeah. He don't care. No. You can't cancel Trent Reznor. No, you, no, there's no fuck. You, that's the thing. <laughs> Let's go back to that. You're not canceling men. You're not canceling um, men. No, how, no matter how hard you try, you're not canceling men. My Chemical Romance, uh, I was probably a little long in the tooth when they become real popular, same, so same, they weren't same. my generation, but I did like same. them. Um, I didn't like the Black Parade stuff when they got like super, super mainstream. When, like but rock when, opera? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't really care. I was just kind of over overdid it by then. But I really liked that Three Cheers album. I thought that was super cool. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely more punk than emo. People keep calling them emo bands. They're not emo. It's just more like goth rock. No, so. it's like this, like, it, I mean, it's been characterized a little bit, but like that Staten Island emo, that, but like people glommed on to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, if they weren't from that Staten Island area. It like, was, it's from that, it's from that era of music, but they don't really think they fit in with the whole emo thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, 
and they're kind of gothic. Well, Alkaline Trio, they call they don't call them emo, but they're just as emo as like a local romance. But that band shreds that. a little bit. Like Alkaline Trio shreds a little bit. Like they yeah, and I think that hard. I think that dude really is a Satanist too from Alkaline Trio. I don't real. know that much about them personal band members i just know they kind of i i'm pretty sure the dude who is in blink 182 um now the dude oh the guitar player the dude that took like homeboy spot or whatever yeah i'm pretty sure i'm like 99 percent that he is a satanist fuck yeah that's dope yeah so how cool is it (laughs) listen we've got blink 182 with a satanist (laughs) yeah fucking up all those 12 year olds at every but it doesn't he just imitates tom from blink 182 and that band so they botched that so i'm excited for that Uh, i know you're not a misfits dude but i am a misfits dude but this is two years in a row but you didn't go last year right they didn't play last year. Oh, because so they, they didn't even do the fest last year. Or they didn't play nope, last year. No, they headlined when they first reunited in 2016. Because you covered it. I covered. It. That was my first riot fest for the site. Okay, um, okay, okay. But I did see them in 2019 on their own arena tour. Okay, that, okay. Yeah. Which I covered at the site. Right, right. So this will be my third time seeing them. And you're reunited. still pumped on this shit. Yeah, and, and there's. I mean, that's pretty awesome. We went like 40 years thinking we'd never hear these dudes together right. and now we're getting them every single year <laughs> and how much do you think they're getting paid i'd say they're getting paid a good money i, I would uh, say yeah. that because these headliners at riot fest this year you can tell this is an independent festival so this isn't lollapalooza they're riot's not gonna pull metallica or lady gaga or whatever damn near they're damn near you're pulling they're near, getting pulling the misfits you're pulling you're pulling you're pulling. Yes, but what I'm Don't saying be is, like, when they have Metallica's on the bill, like in three years, dude. Yeah, well, when they get, you can tell when they get like a big headliner, like the mid tier kind of drops the lower mid tier. So uh, that's you know? like, what, tell me when you're ready to talk about that, because that's when I've got like my takes. Like, give me some takes on that, because I'm a mid tier dude. I, every okay. festival I've ever been to through my entire life, I've always been about the mid tier. So I feel like. I just I need to preface this because it's a visual thing. So if anyone's listening to this, like pull up like the Riot Fest like banner or yeah whatever you know the fucking lineup picture, the poster, the you know festival poster, whatever the fuck it's called, right? So the way if you if you look at the way they've done fonts, and I'm a web designer, so that's mm-hmm. me just being particular. But it looks like to me they had. Five headliners per day landed some bigger acts and then pushed those headliners down to second headliners. And then those second headliners got pushed down to third headliners. And this is just judging by font size and whatever. But I I would say, but My Chemical Romance and Misfits were announced in 2020. Okay, okay. Okay, so... They didn't get to do last year, but they were announced last year. I mean, you could buy tickets for 2022 in 2020. Okay. So that's a little weird. And they have changed this poster because Riot Fest has um, different waves of bands that they add. Mm -hmm. Uh, They'll announce the lineup like in May, but then sometimes in June they'll add like maybe 15 or 20 more bands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So I... Normally, I would agree with you what you're saying there. I can't really say that's the case this year okay. with this one. Okay, so let me make my two cases, and this is just me being a fucking nerd. Do it. Okay, so 
I see on Saturday that Sunny Day Real Estate is like second tier, right? Yeah. They mm-hmm. haven't toured or done shit for fucking since 2009. Mm-hmm. Sunny Sunny Day, in my mind, and the circles that I live in, is almost as big as a Misfits reunion, at least in the circles that I live in. Yeah. Yeah, you would think that would be bigger, but I guarantee that the powers that be with the Misfits were like, yo, we'll play Riot Fest, but we're going to be headliners. No, I know that. Uh, you know what I mean? Or uh, I would say, like, even the crowd that's going to be at the festival, like, they would probably appreciate Sunny Day as even being the Friday headliner. Oh, I would say that. Yeah, definitely. Like, that's at least an argument, right? Like, mm-hmm. Sunny Day should be Friday's headliner. Yeah, see, okay, so here's the thing. With Riot Fest, the, the main stage that's the headliner, it's two big stages together. Uh-huh. Okay, so even though even though there is a headliner, it's really the two bands that play last for the headliners. Yeah, for sure. Because it's basically that band gets ready when this one Yeah, playing. of course. Yeah, I okay. get I get I get it. So how how it's not like Lollapalooza. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you've ever been to Lollapalooza. Well but... they usually stage across the field from each other. Right, exactly. Yeah. So people's gonna have to trek from here to there yeah. with riot they're there already okay so even though there's the headliner they call it really the two bands that play last are the headliners oh, okay so i'm gonna say by i i'm gonna say that with saturday where the misfits are playing i'm gonna say that i'm gonna say that bauhaus probably is gonna play before the misfits they right. haven't released the time yet but if bauhaus, yellow card goes before sunny day i'm gonna cry Myself to sleep. Uh, I'm going to say that both of those bands, Sunny Day and Yellow Card, are not going to be on the main stages. Really? I'm going to say they're going to headline A stage, but I'm not sure it'll be the... It's hard to say. I mean, I could see Sunny Day playing the same stage that Misfits is playing, then Bauhaus, then Misfits. You know? But that Yellow Card, I don't... I really don't see them taking the main stage. I don't understand. I don't really no, know. And, and, and again, I preface this with me saying, like, this is me being a fucking, like, nerd. You know what I mean? Like, I get Sunny it. Day's more important than Yellow Card. Sunny it, Day is more important than Yellow Card, but Sunny Day's not going to sell tickets. Yellow right. Card's going to sell tickets. I don't know. I would like, say. Like, Sunny Day's week. doing their dumbass reunion tour in Salt Lake City, where I live, mm. in December, and I've already bought tickets, and it was fucking expensive. Yeah, and like I already regret it because I know that I'm going to go to the show and probably not enjoy myself because they're old and it's not like the Nate Mendel from Foo Fighters and I'm just going to be bombed. And well, don't say that because people said the same thing with Jawbreaker when Jawbreaker headlined. I'm like, I love Jawbreaker, but these dudes going to be old now. They were fantastic. Okay, so okay. Um, okay, so you goes... brought up a jaw band, so can I just get my last point out of the way? Yeah, do it. Seeing Jawbox on, like, three-tier on Sunday makes me want to fucking cry. Yeah? I would pay $100 to see Jawbox. I fucking yeah, love Jawbox. Weird. Jawbox is so fucking good. And okay, I understand it's... that Jawbox yeah. is not going to sell tickets. But Jawbox on a third tier on a Sunday as you're, like, worn out 
so this bring me this bring me up to my like late night session. Is Jawbox got a late night on the day before they play Sunday, so they have a late night on the seventeenth on Saturday. Yeah. At the Cobra Lounge, I know nothing about the Cobra Lounge. Cobra Lounge is dope. And Bird Hands is opening, and Bird Hands is dope as fuck. <laughs> okay, so Sunday's a weird day anyway. Now that you mention it, because Sunday's Nine Inch Nails. Okay, right. Um, next in line with them will be Yeah Yeah Yeah's and Ice Cube. Okay, oh, that's that all seems fine to me. I don't okay. see any like I don't see anything. Okay, all right. Then Sleater, Kenny, or whatever. Also, don't see anything wrong with that. Okay, Jimmy Eat World. Why in the hell is Jimmy Eat World higher than... Jawbox? Jawbox. The Jawbox reunion that hasn't happened until this year. And And that people have been waiting for for like 20 years. And that Jimmy Eat World's just kind of been around. And they've played Riot Fest like 10 times. Jawbox should 1,000% be in the Jimmy Eat World spot. Uh, I would say so, too. Without a doubt. I would also like to, being that we're getting all hot and horny over Yellow Card, why in the hell is Midtown below Action Bronson when Uh, Midtown is a reunited band? (laughs) You know what I also love about Sunday is just Coolio, just out of nowhere. He was one of the second wave bands they added that no one was expecting. Like, I didn't even know he played anymore. Like, there's no hip-hop. Until Sunday, and then it's Ice Cube as like a mid headliner, and then all of a sudden Coolio is there. Ice Cube will be on a main stage. Oh, I know. I'm not saying he shouldn't or he wouldn't be. Like, right. That makes perfect yeah. sense. But Coolio there's no the hip hop. There's yeah. no hip hop unless I'm like blatantly missing something because I'm aware of most of these bands. But like, no hip hop all the way until Sunday, and then it's like rock band indie indie rock rock indie bullshit whatever and then coolio and then a few more bands and then ice cube <laughs> you know it's kind of I mean? weird okay <laughs> I, I agree with this because riot fest has been here in more recent years been really open to more hip-hop i know they've more, incorporated it before metal. but it's sh- we're literally too, talking you know? about like two hip-hop people Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like I mean, I've on seen, Sunday I've, on the way out the door. <laughs> I know? saw um, I saw Wu Tang twice at Riot Fest. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, and yeah. I've seen um, oh Ice T played last year, which he's not hip hop, but uh, I mean it's similar. It, it, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Is like yeah, but like yeah, they pushed. There's only only hip hop is on Sunday. Yeah, um, like hip hop Sundays. <laughs> I mean, what is, that would be dope actually. What if they did like Rock Fest two days and then the third day was just fucking hip hop? Yeah, that'd well, see, be cool Riot as shit. Fest, it would be cool because they also the the last time I went it was like metal the one day. Like, yeah, like go I, like genre deep on one fucking day. You know what I mean? But if they do that though, then I think this the ticket sales are kind of weird. They want people to go all three days. Yeah, if someone made a festival for me, no one would go but me. I'd be standing in the middle of a fucking grass field with my thumb up, like, yeah, I'm having fun. And they'd yeah. be like, we lost a thousand trillion billion dollars. And I'm like, <laughs> but I'm here. <laughs> well, I bought again, a t shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I got here early to buy a t-shirt. Um, yeah, so they they don't really have a lot of metal this year, and they don't right. have a lot of hip hop, which is a little disappointing. It's very kind of like indie, you know, like uh, post type shit. Yeah, and like Riot Fest is a punk festival. I mean, it's yeah. I, it's kind of like the grown up version of Warped, right? You know, right, right, right. right. But 
they've kind of expanded in, in recent years, but this year seems like a kind of few step backwards. Yeah, I think sense. I think maybe you know I will say this like talking to a friend that like works for like um, whatever that fucking company is. I should know it. Uh, Live Nation. Uh-huh. Like the touring stuff has been tough. Like, yeah, it was shut down for literally. It was the last thing to like reopen. It was mm-hmm. like live shows and touring and again, like this is a friend of mine that like he doesn't make a million dollars from Metallica, but like his salary is hefty enough to where like you don't tour, he doesn't make a hundred k or eighty k or yeah, you know whatever. Like that's what he does. You know what I mean? It's one of the things that's really slowly, which is fine because I don't make my money there, but it's still a thing, you know. Yeah, so, so I, I think, think that, that maybe affects yeah. the lineup here because I still right. feel like I see a lot of tours and bands that I care about, and I'm like, this tour seems a little off. Like you guys are stopping yeah. in weird spots, right. or you're not stopping in enough spots, mm-hmm. or you know. yeah, and. Uh, I think that with an independent festival being this to be, I think it's a lot harder for them to pull some artists or maybe even some artists working with uh, an independent thing. Like, yeah, for sure. Lala, I didn't even I didn't even look at the full lineup for Lala Palooza this year because I never go. I hate Lala. You went but, one year. Uh, I didn't. I, it's been a long time since you I covered it for the site. Yeah. I swear to God, you did. did Lala? You? No, did you no, not? I didn't cover it. Holy shit! No. I swear to God, somebody did. Now I've got to look it up. Somebody went to I, Lala. We fucking sponsored a Lala trip. I know for a fact. <laughs> well, I know that Mike was supposed to go a few years back, and then he was going to back out, and he's like, oh, if I get it, I'll give it to you, Coop. You know? But no, I don't think we fucking colored Lala. God damn it. Okay. Keep talking about what you're going to talk about, because I'm going down Yeah, this. okay. So, um, again, uh, Riot's Indie. So I think they have a little bit harder of a time pulling some of the stuff, maybe. With things coming up, I don't, I don't know. The lineup is a little weird compared to how diverse it was the last couple of years. Right. But I think that's to be expected, just in the in the music industry right now, due to the pandemic stuff. Right. It it ran last year, and I didn't even apply for for press. No, I don't I was think you were afraid to go. Yet. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, which is totally fine. Like you can't hate on that shit. You have yeah. to be ready to go when you're ready to go, right? Yeah, I was I was kind of bummed that I didn't go because the lineup was super cool last year, but um, yeah, I just wasn't wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling comfortable. So yep, nothing wrong with that. This is gonna be my triumphant return if I get it. Yeah, here we go. Fucking painful back and all. Here he goes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the while I got you on here by that you're doing your research. In real time, uh, the people who run Riot Fest are super cool. Yep. Uh, that the last they've actually been was... probably one of the nicest people. Let me. I, I don't mean to go on a tangent. I know I keep like derailing you on this episode, but like they, when we were early, early, I doubt that we have any cred now, but we have a little bit more cred than we used to. When we were early, early, like three years into our website, two, three, four years into our website, they were one of the first like major league. I guess um, festivals to like give us press credentials, and maybe that's a lot of coop working his magic, but it felt good. I'll tell you that. Like it, it made bearded gentleman music like feel at least like somewhat established, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
that was 2016, I think, yeah. is when I covered it the first time yeah. when the Misfits got back together. Yeah, so that I was mean, like it was first. cool because I, you, you know, you CC me on those emails and like she treated us like we were Rolling Stone. That's how it felt. Honestly, uh, yeah, so like she was so chill. Like it was, that was great. Heather, if you're listening to this podcast, Heather, we thank love you. you. Sorry, I'm just yeah, running, running giant. I'm, yes, actually, Heather is super cool. Like even. You know, outside of Bright Fest, she's a very, very cool person. And um, follow her on Twitter. She's pretty rad. There you go. Yeah. Well, oh, but yeah. So the the people that, that throw Riot, like all the crew that I've worked with and, mm-hmm. you know, been around, have been super, super cool. The press area is wide open and very, very nice and very um, streamlined how it works. And the last time I was at Riot Fest, they actually had a chiropractor on site. So, Do you want to talk about the person that was a dick to you? Yes. Uh, I think I already talked about that. I'm teasing. I'm, one I'm teasing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I did see uh, leaving from Fear a few years ago. Yes. And uh, he pointed at my Danzig hat, because he's along, 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 about maybe 30 feet from me. Yeah. He just, I just looked over at him, and he pointed at my hat. Like he had it on, and then he does like the horns. Yeah, you know, I'm like, whoa, that's that's rad. The dude from Fear threw horns at me, and then it was like right after that they announced that he was they were opening for the Misfits on the arena tour. So it was almost like he was giving me a hint, like, yo, I know those dudes. Inside information for sure. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, that's awesome. Love it. Love it. So, uh, but yeah, so I'm super excited for the mid-tier stuff too, but I'm also, there's a lot of bands I don't know jack about. Okay, so, hold up. So, we've spent the majority of this episode, like, dealing with my opinions and my bullshit. Yeah. You're actually going, you're going to cover it. Yeah. Like, tell me, tell me your highlights, tell me what you're stoked on, tell me what you're maybe bummed on a titch, like, talk to me, like, tell me what you got. Uh, I'm... Okay, um, what I'm bummed about is I don't know a lot of the lower tier bands. Yeah. Some of them I do, but I know some of these dudes are like TikTok people. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really... That's not my age thing. But being that they, they play early, I'm going to be excited to check out some of those dudes. Yeah, some yeah. of these people that are low, like early in the day, like Skating Polly, super cool. Yeah, I know. I actually, yeah, we've covered yeah, them, I think, right? Yeah, I think them. so. I think Judy had an interview with one of, yeah, one of them before. Yeah, like but that. we've seen them a few times, and they're very, very nice people in that band. Yep. Uh, so it's cool they're playing so early. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know why they're still playing that early. They should be a little bit later in the day. Um, I'm also super stoked to see um, uh, the Linda Lindas. Yeah, and that they're kind of buzzworthy here recently. Yeah, so for sure, for excited sure. to see them. Uh, I'm also super excited to see Cloud Nothings, but I still don't understand why they're so early in the day. Yeah, that seems like a maybe like even a second headline. I don't know. Yeah, they should be a little but higher I, up. I, I, yeah. Hey, so on that same day, are, do you know who Holy Fawn is? I don't. I don't know that. So if you are there super early on Friday, which I'm I not be. saying, like, check out Holy Fun. They're fucking dope as shit. Like, yeah. And I have no arguments with them being this low because they, like, their biggest, like, slot so far has been, like, an opener for Thrice on, like, a North American tour. Oh, which yeah, Thrice would though. maybe be a second headliner on this tour, maybe a third, obviously, right? Like, something mm-hmm. like that. But Holy Fun's really cool. And they have a new album coming out, and they're, like, heavy but also like post-rocky and like okay. 
really dark but like dreamy i don't know i just like contradicted myself nine different times but if you get a chance check out holy fun like i yeah. never heard of him and uh isaac's a big uh thrice guy and so he always okay. drags drags me to all their like salt lake city shows yeah and holy fun opened up and we walked in and i wasn't expecting shit and i was like this band's fucking dope like this band is so good so yeah, I get a chance. Like, never heard of them. Yeah, get, if if you get a chance, like try and catch them early. If you're, oh, I'm sure will. Yeah, yeah, especially that. I mean, early. I mean, that's probably you'll have like fresh ears. This will probably one of the first bands you hear because if it's yeah. on Friday. So yep, you you might um, like them more than I even think that I like them. <laughs> man, I probably see. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen a live show since Riot Fest, so I had the last, like 2019. So I'll like anybody, but yeah, that sounds super super cool. Cool, cool. Uh, Zola Jesus was added. Yeah, there we uh, go. That's our girl. She was on the yeah, show. She was on the show. Friend of the Crush Monocle podcast. So we definitely have to. Hey go Zola, represent. you probably won't listen to this, but you should reshare your episode that you were on with us. Just help, help, yeah. help out a podcast. Yeah, help out. And I'll be sure to track you down in the press area and say, "Hey, would you uh, retweet Why the episode that you're on?" Podcast. That's how we get more listeners. I think she did share it on Twitter. Did she? I didn't notice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I she wasn't did. mentioned. I'm quitting. Where's the yeah. button? <laughs> Fuck this shit. <laughs> so I'm actually excited to see her. I seen her play at Pitchfork a few years back. So. If she's got a live drummer, she's dope as fuck. Yeah, I'm, I think she does. I think she does now. Right. Pitchfork, she didn't. But right. uh, this, uh, I'll of course I'll see Guar. I kind of have to. You have to see Guar. You know, they we would, they play we would have to fire you from the website if you didn't yeah. see Guar. Uh, I'm really excited to see Fear because uh, I love old OG punk music. I love Fear. Yeah. Um, Do you think you're gonna have it in you to check out Luna Chicks on Sunday? I'll check them. I don't care. That's fine. You're gonna be there. Sundays. Uh, yeah, I'll be there, but I mean, like Sunday, um, Sunday is pretty tame, I guess for me. I don't know. Mom jeans is cool. You got Jawbox, dude. I'd be fucking. You got Zola Jawbox and Luna Chicks in one day. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm excited to see. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, too. So yeah, you're gonna be at, you, you. So that's a sleeper day. That's a sleeper yeah. day. Like that that has like you look at like normal lineup and you're like, eh, okay, okay, okay. But then all of a sudden you get hit with Zola Jesus. If you were bored Polica or Polica, I think it's Polica. Mm-hmm. Polica's their like rhythm section's nuts. Yeah. Luna Chicks is dope as shit. Jawbox, I would I would legitimately pay a hundred dollars to see Jawbox. Like if they were playing like a club around my yeah, I'd probably, I would, I would probably think about a hundred dollars for Jawbox. Yeah, like, and then Alice Glass, like, awesome. still is kind of, she still has like a vibe for me a little mm-hmm. bit, even though that's kind of becoming like a little contrived at this point. I don't know. Yeah, like Sunday might be the day for me at least. Yeah, I mean, I'm also really, I'm really stoked for Friday. Because okay, let me um, see what Friday is. Talk to me. Talk to me. Say it. okay. So Friday, starting off. I mean, I'm gonna have um, Cloud Nothings. You know, early, early. No, you're doing Holy Fawn first. I mean, I'll, okay. But I mean, like the bands. <laughs> sorry, the bands, sorry. The bands, <laughs> bands that I'm excited about. Right, right. Uh, Cloud Nothings. I don't like ska. I hate ska. But Jeff Rosenstock's super cool. Yeah, um, he's ska adjacent. Yeah. So 
Uh, I'm, I I kind of want to see Wonder Years again. Dude, you're, last you're, front, you're front row from Rocket from the Crypt at a thousand percent. Uh, and placebo. Yeah, uh, Lagwagon is pretty cool. But, okay, Taking Back Sundays, my dudes. I've I seen that, that band. I know that. I've seen them more than any other band in my entire life. Like, I'm I'm seriously thinking like 10 or 12 times. But, um, yeah. as well as Alkaline Trio. Uh, but I'm also super stoked for Descendants. I know they play like every other Riot Fest. But uh, those dudes are super, super cool. Yeah. I love OG Punk. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm Friday's excited your for day. Friday. It's my day, man. I mean, there's bands on every day that I'm excited about, but like Friday's only my stack day, and it's the first friggin' day. Yeah, I mean, that's good to get tired. out of It's good. I mean, because the thing is, is like, you know, I'm not going at all, but Sunday would be my day, and by the time Sunday came around, I'd be like, ah, fuck it. I don't, I'm sick of standing around. You I'm know so I mean? freaking tired by Sunday, seriously. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you guys are exhausted. That sounds like a... And grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw. Well, okay, so the last time, the last show that I saw was at Riot. So I think Bikini Kill was the headliner for Sunday. For Sunday, uh-huh. I think the last time, and I remember, I I'm not the biggest fan of them, but I remember the music being grating to me. Like I just wanted to die while they were performing. Yeah, I mean, and Bikini Kill should be a Friday headliner. Just yeah, I mean, people of, like, were really excited because they were back together, and right. like, I, get I it, it was, get it. I, get I had it. to kind of see them because of that. But you're not the bikini and, kill audience, my friend. No, and I remember like thinking, like, this is killing my ears. But then I was like, oh, I'm just freaking tired. No, you're not, just being an honorary asshole. And yeah, you're and, also not the audience for bikini kill. So right, and the raconteurs <laughs> played. I think they were the main headliners. I think. Um, and I remember just wanting to peel my flesh off when they performed. Yeah, I could live without that, for sure. Yeah, so Sunday was like... And I was just beat the hell up that, that year because Saturday was like metal. Yeah. And I saw like ten bands in a row Was that the year that Rob Zombie redid uh, Astro Creep? Nope, that was 16. That was okay. right before The Misfits. Dude, I and was I, so fucking jealous that you saw that. I was so they, fucking jealous. He released that on vinyl. I have it. I on know. Vinyl. You've told me. Yeah. And yeah. Um, how does it sound? Really, really good. It sounds super good. But they've went and meticulously edited everything that mentions other bands and Riot Fest throughout it. Uh, because he kept saying, "Like I'm so happy to be at Riot Fest. I can't believe I'm playing next to the Misfits." I, he told a big Misfits yeah. story. Yeah. It's gone. It's not on the record. He also shout out the Deftones that played right before him Good. and like that's Good. not on the record even though i i I'm, i think i'm falling in love with the deftones uh is that a whole other podcast yeah easily yeah. easily okay. we'll get there at some point <laughs> we'll I'm get so there. processing so but yeah i'm usually toast by sunday i am so freaking tired this is i mean this seems fun like i would have fun like i would have yeah. fun I've done, like, three days, nothing like this, but I've done, like, you know, like, radio festival shows that are similar to this. Mm. This seems like a fucking grind. And the fact that Sunday is my favorite day, I think you're going to be like, fuck this shit. Uh, (laughs) I'll probably be out with the first band that plays. I haven't been to a show in two freaking years. Yeah, you're like, I'm fucking done. Make sure you bring those earplugs, my guy. I will say that Riot Fest doesn't feel like a music festival mm-hmm. when you go there. Uh, it's the park's awesome, Douglas Park. It's very there's a lot of trees, so there's shade when you need it. Um, 
but it's, it's more of like a carnival uh, atmosphere because they have like carnival rides and food trucks and stuff like that. Oh, cool. It just good, good. feels like you're just at a carnival. You're you not know? like dealing with like a ton of vendor vendor shit like pre planned. Yeah, vendor shit. they have a vendor section, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. But it's the way they got it set up. It's super easy to go get merch. They've got all sorts of like lockers and stuff. And yeah, cool. It's really nice the way they have it set up, and the stages are super cool. Like, you're never too far away from a stage where you want to go see. Nice. They they do piss you off when they have the time, like the set times, because you're but there's you, always going to be a conflict. You can't, you can't, you yeah. can't. Right, like you so, can you can fucking do that all day, every day, different fucking algorithm but scenarios. Like, in like, saying that, they do kind of respect the listener. Like, uh, if you're there to see. Um, Bauhaus, you're not going to miss the misfits. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, because, you know, I, I I don't have the thing in front of me now, but it's kind of like when I was telling you earlier with Ministry and New Order and Nine Inch Nails, that's kind of like the same fan base. No, I mean, you know? for me, it's like, if I go to see Jawbox, like, Jawbox isn't going to be playing the same time that Sunday Day is. It's a Right, yeah, you're not going to miss your dudes. And I could literally sit out the majority of Saturday and still catch my bands and then take a break and catch Jawbox the next day. You know what I mean? Like Right. Yeah. So. So they 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 act like a-holes on Twitter and com- and you know and say that like we don't care for messing up the time schedule. They're really really cool with their their set times. Yeah. Riot. I've only had a few conflicts that really really irritated me. Mm-hmm. But uh Yeah, I don't yeah. see any conflicts at least from the stuff that I would personally like to see. I remember the one year I was super excited when Taken Back Sunday was playing because it was the first time I got to see him with the original lineup. Yeah. And they played the same time that Queens of the Stone Age played. Yeah. And I'm not the biggest Queens fan, but I've never seen them live. Who did you pick? And, uh, I, okay, I picked Taken Back Sunday. You went but TBS. I, oh, uh, yeah, so I, but I, but I still, their set ended before uh, Queens ended, so I still got to see some did of them. Did you run? Uh, it was right behind them. It was like super close. But anyway, the whole time during Take Em Back Sunday set, uh, Adam, the singer, kept making fun of Queens. They're like, oh, what song are they playing? And he runs to the end of the stage. Oh, man, they're playing No One Knows. That's my favorite song. <laughs> and then they, they ripped into a song. And then like later on in the set, they're like, what song are they playing now? And he runs over there. Oh, man, no one knows. That's my favorite <laughs> song. <laughs> yeah, they kept making fun. Like, that's the only song they do. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so that was, uh, yeah. But no, they're really cool with set times and stuff, so nice. I shouldn't have too much conflict. Nice. Yeah. I mean, so. this is a dope-ass festival, regardless of how much I want to talk shit on it or say, like, this band, this band, this band. Like, I would go to this and probably have a fucking blast. You know what I mean? So You need to come one day. Yeah, well, you know. You're right. But you know what? There's fucking other festivals that I'm more excited about, but I'm not going to get into that, so... Well, does it come soon? I mean, I am very excited about Catawall that's been going on for the past couple okay. of years. And yeah. No Coast, which has been going on for the past couple of years. Are you going to both of these? I was going to go to No Coast last year, and yeah. I completely got shit on. And then I made plans to go see Cowlingwald City in Portland mm-hmm. because I wanted to go to No Coast so bad. And then I booked the trip, and then they canceled the show. So... Yeah, and so now they're going back to Portland, nowhere near Salt Lake City. <laughs> and Matt from the site, 
or used to be, or kind of from the site, was like, hey, they're coming back. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you, dude. I already spent, like, $1,200 to <laughs> yeah, go see right. him, and then nothing fucking happened, so. I wish more people from the site would come one day. A few years ago, we had Judy and David and Ricky all at the same time yep. at the site. Yep. And that was super, super cool. Ricky's awesome. I wish he was going this year. There's not enough uh, Scott for Ricky to show up this year. Yeah. I mean, I think he actually came for Jawbreaker that year. I know, but he's already seen him, so why is he going to come back? You know what I mean? Yeah. Wishful thinking. Hit him up! <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm excited to hang with Judy. I haven't seen her in a long time, and we always have fun. And uh, Oh, this is a quick story, real quick, before we get out of here. Um, Douglas Park is not the greatest area in the world. It's not bad. You're not going to get robbed or murdered or whatever. But it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's the south side of Chicago. I live in the south side, so I can say that. Mm-hmm. But uh, parking's always a hard thing to do at Riot Fest because it's in the friggin' city. Sure. So um, I used to park at the hospital. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that, but we... Ooh, look at you. Yeah, so you. I, I, I don't want to talk too much about that, but I don't do it anymore, right? Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. so... Right no, no, a fucking so, handicap spot, probably, too. Listen, I go to a regular parking... I have a new truck. I don't want to get robbed. Or okay. I don't want to get stolen or keyed okay. or whatever. Uh-huh. So I park in this lot um, on the edge, of, on the other side by the hospital, way, way past the hospital. So on the other a nice side of the hospital, in the far parking lot. So I have to walk about a mile before I get to the thing. Jesus, no, they go back to the hospital. Fuck it, man. Listen, it's about a half a mile. But anyway, so I'm walking by myself when I got there the first time. And, um... I go through this one area and it looks friggin' ghetto. Like, dude, I'm going to get mugged here. I know it's 9.30 in the morning, but I'm going to get murdered. But I'm just going to make it super quick. So I got walking really close. I got next to this car that was full of bullet holes. And it looked like it had been in a fire. And I'm like, okay, I'm dead. But when I got close to it, it said, property of NBC. I just realized that across the way from Douglas Park is the NBC studios where they film Chicago Fire and Chicago PD. <laughs> And it was like it was a set that was decorated for some action. You're like, don't murder me! And the fucking NBC exec coming out like, do you want a bagel? Yeah, right. It's all like, but if you watch Chicago PD, uh, it's on NBC. Uh, it's basically the area where Riot Fest is. Like all the buildings and stuff are the buildings that I have to walk across to get oh to the festival. Oh my god, dude! You know, so amazing. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. So that's and that's way cooler story than yeah. illegally parking at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, I get validated. I'm really excited to see these bands. I'm really excited to hang out with Judy and uh, write something for the site. And I haven't got to write it for about a festival in in many years. So I'm yeah, really we excited. We haven't had concert coverage in a minute, so this will be dope. Yeah, usually I have a band to interview. The last time I interviewed Guar. That was fun. The Liars uh, one was good too, right? I yeah, I interviewed Liars. I interviewed Clutch, and yeah, that was cool. Um, I interviewed um, what was that other band? I don't the know, the first one I band, I can't even remember their names, but I got flashed, so that was super cool. Oh she yeah, was hot. wasn't that Skating um, Polly? No, no, no. It was um, High Wasted. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that was well being that i got flashed that's the closest we've got to a showgirls reference yeah we didn't mention it on the 
Ghost is clear, by the way. Well, I think on that note, that about does it for this episode. Um, if, you're, if you're around uh, the Chicago area, please check out Riot Fest. It's the coolest festival that Chicago has. Not because I'm vying for press validation, but I mean it. Uh, the Chicago music scene is super, super cool. And even though we got Pitchfork and Lala, Riot Fest is the real deal. And um, even if you don't like music festivals, this doesn't feel like a festival. It feels like a carnival. It has the intimacy of all those super club shows. Right. And, uh, yeah, I really I really appreciate Riot Fest. I'm glad that it's back. I'm glad that I'm willing to go if I get validated. And um, looking forward to it. Hypothetically, thanks for having us. If you do let Coop and Judy into the... Festival. And you know what? If they don't let us, I'm still not backtracking. I still think Riot Fest is awesome. There you go. Don't let them big time you. Heather, if you're listening to this, please let me come back. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like, who the fucking asshole you do this podcast with? Hell no. Yeah, I didn't even get to talk about all the people that I've got to hung out with, hang out with at Riot Fest. Do it. So quick. Had some Give me a quick stories. Rattle uh, them off. Me and Judy got to hang with uh, with uh, Gary Newman. There you go. And he was super cool. Uh, the dudes from Ministry. Uh, Lombardo was kind of an a hole to me. Uh, that was that was I <laughs> that tried was to the guy. That one, yeah, yeah. But Mike Muir of Suicidal Tendencies was super cool. Um, uh, Rachel Hayden. Oh, uh, yeah. From that dog, that she's dog. super cool, and yeah. she even knew me from the site before I introduced myself. She's like, "Oh, you're my friend, Aaron." Uh, we get to hang out with uh, Andrew WK, which this is the first Riot Fest that Andrew WK is not playing. Oh shit! What's going on there? Why? I think he disappeared. No one knows what happened to him. Really? Is he like gone, gone, or is he just taking? A... I know he got married and like was trying to like kind of do his own vibe there for a minute. Yeah, so I don't know what happened to him. Oh no, I'm sure he's fine. I'm he's sure he's probably fine. still. He accidentally washed his white jeans and white t-shirt. So he's... Well, he's married to what's her name? And yeah, she has like a fa- he has like a famous like spouse, right? Yeah, and she's um, freaking hot. <laughs> what the fuck is her name? I can't think of her. I'm name. on his she's... wiki page right now. She's from Two Broke Girls. What's her name? I don't know, man. She's in all the Marvel movies. She plays Darcy on in the Thor movies. Uh, oh, Cat Dennings. Cat Dennings, yes, that's her. Cat Dennings, yes. He's married to Cat Dennings. Yes, aren't they the hottest couple ever? <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it's very, very cool. Everybody who I've run into, oh, the dude from My Chemical Romance, he had his own band there, and uh, we were at the bar together. Yeah, like because yeah, yeah. I was getting like my free Red Bull, and I, Red Bull. <laughs> and I was talking like, is My Chemical Romance getting back together? And he just like kind of laughed at me. Um, but uh, Bob Mould from Husker Du, uh, the girl from, uh, the lady from uh, Safe Ferris. Uh, and, and the funny thing is I ran into her and I actually had a, uh, a Safe Ferris t-shirt on from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, not the band. Oh, like. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Uh, the dudes from The Hives, I saw them. Uh, celebrity chef Graham Elliott, I, we saw uh, Jawbreaker together. Uh yeah, so I've run into a, quite a few people there, and it's been, hopefully I get to do that again. Can I just say that maybe Andrew WK and Kat Dennings are a little bit of a brother-sister couple? You think so? You see those a lot. When you start looking out for brother-sister couples, you start seeing them a lot. 
So, do you believe they're really brother and sister just pretending to be? No, I'm just... Okay, no. So, hold on. Let me redefine this. So, brother-sister couples, in my mind, are couples that are complete strangers. Okay. Or, like, not related or, you mm-hmm. know, not, not not complete strangers, but you get what I'm saying? Like, totally mm-hmm. non-related, right? But they look very, very similar yeah. to each other. Like Eddie Van Halen and Valerie Bertinelli? Yes. Or Kat Dennings and Andrew W.K. Or Jack White and the other lady from White Stripes? Or Robert Pattinson and what's her ass? Kristen Stewart? Whatever the fuck her name was. Oh, they do kind of look alike, don't they? Uh-huh. I thought maybe because when I saw them together so much, maybe it just looked alike. Uh-huh. That's creepy. So there's like this study that the more you sleep next to someone, you start to look like them. Whoa, that's weird. Yeah. So like, if you're like husband wife for like decades, I'm like, eh, okay, yeah. I'm not judging you there. But when people are newish, I'm like, eh, you're attracted to your siblings. Ew. I'm just saying. That's disgusting. It is what it is. Man, that got dark. It's <laughs> a good way to close out the podcast. Uh, if you're listening, Kat Dennings, please divorce your brother and marry me. Or just, you know, yeah. Yeah, I bet. I mean, like, if I saw you and Kat Dennings kiss, I may, I'd probably be like brother-sister. Yeah? Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, by the it, way, if anyone... You'll, you won't see the video of this episode, even though we have video. Coop is looking absolutely fucking magnificent right now with his beard and his fucking shaggy ass hair. He's looking spectacular. Yes. My, it, my shaggy hair and shaggy beard. Get him to post a selfie. I hate selfies. I only take them every now and then, and they have to be, like, really, really good pictures. Our guy looks 1,000% amazing. <laughs> I don't mean that facetiously. I mean that genuinely. Yeah. Thankfully, this is an audio podcast. (laughs) I'm blushing. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. uh, Please like and subscribe. Uh, Give us a four-star review. Follow us on Twitter, on the socials. Share with your friends. It's very important that you share because algorithms suck now. Yep. Um, Go to Riot Fest. Go to festivals, man. Support independent music festivals because Live Nation doesn't need all your money. Yep. Just some of it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, man. Leave us uh, leave us a comment on what's your favorite festival and what are you excited to see this year. Or your first wet dream. Or your first wet dream involving your sibling. <laughs> oh, my God, God. What? That went a lot darker than I wanted to go. <laughs> Look, I'm still hung up on Kat Dennings and Andrew WK. Look at their engagement picture and tell me they don't look like siblings. All right. Thank you for listening, folks. This has been uh, the Crush Monocle Podcast. I'm Coop. Out. I'm John. I'm your stepbrother. If you want to get engaged, let me know. Okay. That's gross. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) 